Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to season two, uh, episode two of the new Matt Mariah Youth Podcast. All right. Um, I'm coming from Psalm number 30. All right. And the title is going to be called Savior. All right. And it reads like this in a New Living Translation. I will exalt you, Lord, for you have rescued me. You refuse to let my enemies triumph over me. Oh, Lord, my God, I cry to you for help and you restored my health. You bought me from the grave. Oh, Lord, you kept me from falling into the pit of death. Sing to the Lord, all you godly ones. Praise his holy name for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping my last through the night, but joy comes with the morning. Okay. Uh, when I was prosperous, I said, when I was prosperous, I said, nothing can stop me now. Your favor, O Lord, made me as secure as a mountain. Then you turned away from me and I was shattered. I cried out to you, O Lord. I begged the Lord for mercy saying, what will you gain if I die? If I sink into the grave, can my dust praise you? Can it tell your faithfulness? Hear me, Lord, have mercy on me. Help me, O Lord. Have you turned my mourning into joyful dancing? Have you taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy that I might sing praises to you and not be silent? O Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. Okay, so just like always, I'll read it and give you my perspective and I'll move on. All right. So Psalms is like a series of of praises, a series of praises, a series of songs, a, a, a series of of worship to God. And I feel like Psalm 30 is giving God his his props and praise as Lord and Savior, because at the end of the day, he is our Savior. Um, So verse one says, I will exalt you, Lord, for you rescued me. You refuse to let my enemies triumph over me. That is very powerful because a lot of times we put ourselves in situations that we can't get ourselves out of. And the only person who can get us out of this situation is God himself and God and nobody but God alone. And it also says you refuse to let my enemies triumph over me. A lot of times we have people that hate on us. Sometimes they hate on us for a reason and sometimes they hate on us for no reason. But the simple fact that God won't let our enemies win and triumph over us, that lets us know that we serve a mighty good God, a God that's there for us, a God that will never leave us or forsake us. And we have to be appreciative and proud that we have that type of God in our life. Okay. I'm going to go on to verse two and three. Oh, Lord, my God, I cried to you for help and you restored my health. You bought me up from the grave. Oh, Lord, you kept me from falling into the pit of death. So God is saving. Uh, God is saving anybody or any particular individual because that's the type of God that we have. God will rescue from all of your troubles, all of your, your fears, all of your worries. All right. And when you feel like you can't, you can't move on, you feel like all hope is lost. All you have to do is cry to God, all right, and God will be there for you. If you ask God for something, 10 times out of 10, God is going to bless you what you ask. He won't give it to you in the timely manner that you want it, but he's going to give it to you the time that you truly and most desperately need it, okay? 
So when you cry to God for help, he will restore you of whatever you're lacking. Regardless if it's health, if it's money, if it's food, if it's a place to stay, whatever you ask God, God will help you and he will answer your prayer. So God isn't a genie in a bottle. You don't go to him three times and express those three wishes to come true. All right. God is going to hear your prayer, but he's going to give you your blessing when it's time for you to get your blessing. Right, it also says you bought me from the grave. Oh, Lord, you kept me from falling into the pit of death. I feel like this is an analogy or a parable. You bought me from the grave. Maybe they're not saying that you bought me from death, but maybe they were living a sinful life, a life full of sin, because the wages of sin is death. So maybe they were living a, a life full of sin. Right. And God bought them from that life. Right. And kept them from falling into the pit of sin and or the pit of death. Right. Because all wages of sin is death. All right. Um, I'm on number four. Uh, verse four. Sing to the Lord. All you godly ones. Praise his holy name. Move on to five. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. All right. So four says, sing to the Lord, all you godly ones. Praise his holy name. That's pretty self-explanatory. Praise God for God is God. All right. But five is very important. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. So when we think we make God mad or angry, we think it lasts forever. But at the end of the day, it doesn't last forever. It only lasts a little while. He wants us to learn from it and be better from it. All right. And once we gain God's favor, we don't gain that and keep that for a little while. We keep that for the rest of our life because we are now in God's magnifying glass. Even though God knows who we are, but once we gain his favor, once you gain somebody's favor, I feel as though you gain their trust. And that's the exact same way with God. Once we once we gain his favor, we also gain his trust. All right. And that's very important to have God's trust. Um, weeping may last through the night, but joy comes in the morning. That's just like the saying, yeah, it's cloudy now, but the sun will shine. All right. That's the exact same way. You can cry all night, but when, when that night is over and the morning is coming, joy, joy will come and good things will come and good things will happen. Okay. Um, that's all of five. Now I'm transitioning to verse six. When I was prosperous, I said, nothing can stop me now. I'm going to move on to seven. Your favor, O Lord, has made me secure as a mountain. So when God blesses you to become prosperous and to become blessed, right? That can give you so much pride, so much joy that it can make you as secure, as, as sturdy, as 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 solid as a mountain that you know that regardless of what goes on in your life that that god is there for you nothing can shake your faith you have a solid foundation your face your your foundation will be as solid as a mountain that is wonderful everybody should strive to have their foundation as solid as a mountain all right because a mountain is it's a mountain you can't move a mountain the only person who can move a mountain is god himself um, then you turned away from me and I was shattered. So when we don't gain God's favor, favor, and when we do things that we want to do and not things that God wants us to do, 
that magnifying glass won't be on us anymore. His favor won't be on us anymore. He'll turn a cold shoulder on us. And that foundation that we had, all of those prosperous blessings that we had, won't be there anymore. So that, that strong faith that you had, that also won't be there. It'll be shattered into shambles. It'll be broken. Okay? Then, verse 8 says, I cried out to you, O Lord. I begged the Lord for mercy, saying, and I'm transitioning to 9 as well. What would you gain if I die, if I sink into the grave? Can my dust praise you? Can it tell of your faithfulness? All right. So when God turns a, a cold shoulder from us, we shouldn't be paid and be, well, I didn't need you anyway. Because a lot of times we do that. We think we don't need God, that God needs us when actuality is the other way around. We need God more than God needs us. All right. And when he turns that cold shoulder, cry out, ask for forgiveness, you know, apologize, learn from your mistakes and become better. All right. Because when you die, you're dead. Your, your your body, your corpse can't praise God because you're dead. It's not living anymore. Right? The, your dust can't praise God, and it can't tell of our faithfulness because we're dead. So we need God more than God needs us. Okay? And I'm transitioning into 10. It says, hear me, Lord, and have mercy on me. Help me, O Lord. Once we cry out to God, God will hear us. He'll answer our cry and respond to it with a blessing because that's the type of God that we serve. We serve a mighty, wonderful, beautiful God. All right. Then I'm on 11, verse 11. It says, you have turned my morning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and closed me with joy. Once God answers our prayer, he hears our cry, our plea. God comes back and blesses us beyond our wildest dreams and measures. So all that crime we were doing was only temporary because now God is able to bless us and give us joy, great joy. All that bad that was happening, it only happens in the season. All right? Just because your season is bad now, that doesn't mean it's going to be bad the next season. All right. Uh, and now I'm on the last one. Verse 12. That I might sing praises to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. So when God blesses us, we shouldn't bless us when he blesses. We should bless him at all times because that's the type of God that we serve. Our thought to remember is God is our savior. And with that, he's going to save us and help us and bless us on his time and not our time. So the thought to remember is whenever you want God to do something in your life, always remember that it will never be on your time. It will always be on his time because his time is perfect because he is our savior. Uh, thank you guys for listening. It'll be the same time, 630 next week. And I wish you guys a blessed, wonderful rest of your evening.